This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 Nation or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Birds Radio presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app coming from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. TVs everywhere, comfy seats, football on everywhere. It is a great place. And if you want to come out today, not just to watch football and gamble, because that alone is good reason reason enough to come out here. But today, today here, the Bet Parks Pennsylvania Derby Mm. is happening today. It's uh, exciting stuff. Brian Dawkins is the champion ambassador for the day. He'll call riders up as well as uh, NCAA and NBA star Jameer Nelson. will meet with fans on the first floor of the track at 3 p.m. and call riders up for the cotillion. The other million-dollar race today, Dawkins will be down at the winner's circle on the track. This is a, if you want to come out and, and see Brian Dawkins, see Good some day awesome to do horse it. racing, yeah. come down to Parks today. It is a great time. It's a, it's a beautiful fall day. I woke up this morning. It's a perfect pumpkin spice latte type of vibe outside. <laughs> and there's nothing better than waking up to a crisp fall morning and then meeting Brian Dawkins. So yeah. Potentially a very good day for anybody that comes down Potentially a very good day. And speaking of very good days, we hope tomorrow. Is a very good day. It's a big day. Elliot Shore Parks and I did a podcast earlier this week, and Elliot kind of in the middle of it just stopped me. He's like, man, he's like, I don't think we're making a big enough deal out of the fact that the yeah. Eagles are facing Carson Wentz. It, it's, it, it's crazy to me <laughs> that, think about this, when the day Carson was traded, think about if the, if the game against the Eagles was the next day, what that would have been oh like, my right? God. It would have been crazier, even if the game was that season, one last early, year, right? Early on, yep. The Eagles are getting ready to play the last franchise quarterback they had. The guy that in my Philadelphia sports lifetime, in my time covering the team, has been the most like polarizing figure there is, right? They're going to play him tomorrow. The Eagles, the most important team in the city, are going to play their former franchise quarterback for a division rival. Like Games like this don't, don't happen very often. There's only going to be one first time versus Carson. And it just it, it, it's crazy to me that it's not a bigger deal because – when I look back at Carson's time with the Eagles, and when I think about you know 2016 to 2020 and everything that goes into tomorrow, 
there is no question in my mind, like, I remember the downfall of Carson. I remember the drama. I remember the trade request. I remember the full, I remember calling in and debating with you and debating with Ike about Nick Foles and then the Jalen Hurts pick. Like, everything that makes tomorrow crazy and special and, like, a fun day in sports is that Carson is one of the Philly villains. Like, there's not many – well, I shouldn't say. There are a lot of Philly villains. But Carson's probably top five, and they're going to play him tomorrow. Like, I'm very excited for the game, and I think it's a much, much bigger deal than really people have been making it. Like, this is one of the biggest Eagles games in a long time. Yeah. I, I, look, it is a huge game from a – look, just the football game itself, the fact the Eagles are off to this 2-0 start, that there is this – palpable excitement for what this team can do this season that we've been talking like Super Bowl is a, a, yeah. a real thing this week that you know to go into Washington and and to back that up to handle business to beat a team in your yeah, division, division that, game, yeah. that people think might be a little bit better than maybe we thought they were going to be and all that and Carson obviously so far through two games has looked better than I expect he's still doing Carson things I think he's tied for the league but he's touchdowns, put up he's right? put up some numbers so you bring up a fascinating thing and, and Jody Cameron on the midday show yesterday talked about uh, the complicated legacy of Carson Wentz here in Philly. And he went as far to say that in his lifetime, he thinks that Carson has the single most complicated legacy in Philadelphia sports in his lifetime. And I agree when you think, I mean, how many times have we went through the list of all the things that happened and how he went from the top of the mountain to, to the bottom? To your point, like you're saying, a Philadelphia, when you remember Carson Wentz, the first thing you're going to remember is that he is a villain. That's He's what you're a Philadelphia saying villain. And I can't think of many that would go ahead of him. Like, again, he was the franchise quarterback. They handed him the biggest deal in franchise history, and then he demanded a trade. He demanded out. They, he, you know, like Nick Foles, they moved on from Nick Foles, right? Donovan was kind of towards the end of his career when they moved on from him. The Eagles wanted Carson to stay. Like, don't get it twisted. If it was up to the Eagles, Carson would have been the quarterback last year. Now... Howie did a great job taking that trade request and really flipping the franchise around. Mm -hmm. And frankly, Carson should be really thankful because if it wasn't for Nick Foles and if it wasn't for Howie, his like uh, the, how he was viewed in Philly would be even worse because if Nick Foles doesn't win that Super Bowl, Carson is strictly remembered as someone that was hurt all the time. And if Howie doesn't salvage that trade, Carson's remembered as someone that wrecked the franchise for years to come, right? So Carson's actions by themselves have been cleaned up by others. But when you talk about somebody that played the most important position on the most important team and was the most important figure in this town for a long time and then dipped and demanded a trade and left the team in a tough spot, of course he's a Philly villain. And that's what surprises me about this week. Like, the Eagles are going up against somebody that almost ruined the franchise. And people are like, oh, well, you know, he helped us win the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was great in 2017, and that's what makes it complicated. But at the end of the day... The drama off the field with Carson overshadows that. Look, you know I'm not a Carson Wentz defender. Anyone who's listening well, to the show. Well, you were for a while. For a while, but yeah. you know once I, I everyone turned. Everyone was for a while. Once yeah. I turned, I turned hard yeah. and aggressively and even more vitriol towards him than you, without a doubt. Like, right. I was, I said some, some really mean things about Carson Wentz during that time period, and I stand by it all. I hate what he did. I hate the way he handled it. I hated the lack of accountability. I hated the fact that as soon the moment things went wrong in Philly and he got benched, he's out and he wanted out. And I, I hate everything about that. I hate the way he handled it, especially after the team committed that kind of contract to him, that kind of commitment as a franchise. Like, I hate it. Hate, hate, hate the way he handled it. But you are crazy if you don't think the first thing the Eagles fans should think about when they think of Carson Wentz is that dude helped us win a Super Bowl. That dude was a massive part 
of the only thing we ever cared about happening. I again, you know, I did the whole like I could suck for ten years and I'd be okay. I would be. I want them to be good, but you know what? I want a freaking Super Bowl. It's the greatest thing that's happened to me in my life outside of my daughter and wife. It's number three. It's that important to me, and I know it's that important to this city. Like, I get it. I dislike Carson Wentz and the way he handled everything, but the very first thing when I think about Carson Wentz's legacy is that we don't win a Super Bowl without that guy, and forever I will be grateful for that. That's number one. Two things. A, I agree they don't win that Super Bowl without him, and I am in the camp that had he not been hurt, they win the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, see, that I don't year. know if they do. I think, I think they fo- absolutely I think Foles, do. What Foles, I don't know if he could replicate or even come close to it. But well, uh, regardless, they don't win without him. I, and I think they would have. And it's one of the great what ifs in Philly sports history. Make, would they have among won the it? greatest? I think it's the, the best, right? But the bottom line is, he did not play in any of the playoff games. He did not play in the Super Bowl. The next year, after once he wasn't good that year, Foles came in and saved the day again. Like, Car- think about this. Carson is going to Carson ended his time with the Eagles without winning a single playoff game, right? And when you talk about like all right, how are people going to remember him? We're going to find out tomorrow and I guarantee you the reaction is going to be booze. Like that's how you know that that's what matters but to people. But it's in the moment. We're talking about his legacy. But the but leg the legacy is that he forced his way out. No, the legacy is he helped them win the Super Bowl. Well, that's the no, legacy. That's not the yes, legacy. Yes, the forced them out is the next part of it and it sucks and it is a tainted legacy in that way. But the first line on his Philadelphia epitaph is Carson Wentz helped the Eagles win I, their I first Super Bowl? I completely disagree. I think when we look back, now look, when they celebrate the 20-year anniversary of the Super Bowl, I hope that Carson comes back, right? And I think he should come back. And I think when he does, I think he should be cheered then. But the bottom line is, what, when you think of Carson's time in Philly, you think of the drama. You think of the full stuff. You think of the Jalen Hurts pick. You think of the demanding of the trade. You think of being benched, like the injuries. Like those are the things that come to mind first. Now he was second great. after no, I think of how amazing he was, he was, he was in twenty seventeen and for winning a Super Bowl. Games. That's yep. what I think of he, first. He was great in twenty seventeen. But when I think of that Super Bowl team, I think of Nick Foles first. Of course, I think he was of on Malcolm the field first. For it, but, yeah. but, but that doesn't mean that Carson Wentz wasn't one of the five to ten most important people in them winning the Super Bowl. Like they, they don't win it without him. They don't. Get the one seed with Foles. But, but, they just but, don't. And but, they don't win the Super Bowl without the one but seed. He, but there are repercussions for his actions. So I understand that, yes, and I think you put it perfectly. Like, his legacy is ruined because of the way he handled it from here on out. And I want to make one thing clear. Like, this is nothing personal against Carson. No. But ultimately, not. he made the decision to leave the Eagles. He did. And frankly, I'm not even saying I blame him for it. But ultimately, if you decide that you're going to force your way out of a franchise that was ultra committed to you, that had paid you all that money, and also, let's be honest, it was a mistake. Like, the Colts. Oh, yeah, for the him. Colts did, yeah. The Colts got rid of him after a year. That might have been a mistake. And now he plays for one of, actually not one of, the worst, <laughs> the worst run franchise in maybe all of sports, right? So he's gone from playing from a team that completely had his back. I know they drafted Jalen, but that's not reason enough to force your way out. They got rid of the Super Bowl MVP just for him. They got rid of Malcolm to help him win over the locker room, right? They did lots of things to give Carson every chance to be the guy. And they drafted Jalen, and then that was it. And he dipped. They gave him all that money, right? So ultimately, Carson made the mistake of leaving the Eagles. And a repercussion of that is it tarnishes what he did in 2017. And it's a shame because I remember in 2017 sitting and watching him and literally being like, this is why you go to journalism school. Like, this is why I become a sports reporter. Like, like moments like this, watching this guy play and covering this team, like, that was, like, the dream of why I became what I wanted to do. 
But also, if I'm being honest, like, it was pretty fun watching the downfall, too, like the drama and talking about it. And that's what I'll remember most. Like, when we're doing this pod and, you know, hopefully 30 years and we're still doing it together. <laughs> old, dude. Yeah. Hopefully it's, you know, who knows what it'll be by then. But, but in 30 years when we're talking about Carson, the first thing we'll talk about is, man, I can't believe how that ended. That's the first thing we'll say. I totally disagree. And again, I'm not diminishing it. We will definitely talk about it. It is a huge part of the story. But first and foremost, when we talk about Carson Wentz, we're going to say that guy but let me ask was you this. a major role in us winning a Super Bowl. But what, what, What's but the most important thing that ever happened to us as Eagles he, fans? He, is he not the only person, I think actually even Doug, I think it's clear. Like, I think when Doug comes back in two weeks, he should get a standing ovation. Of course. I think when Carson comes back, he should be booed. And I don't like to tell fans what to do. Fans should do whatever they want. I thought booing Rager was kind of whack, but like, whatever. Ultimately, I think Carson, A, deserves to be booed, and I think he will be booed, and Doug will not be. And that tells you everything you need to know about what Carson's legacy 215 215-592-9494. Of course, we'll get in the game. We'll take all your game calls as well. We'll get in that more coming up because it is a massively important game with the Eagles heading into Washington at 2-0 tomorrow. But the Carson Wentz legacy, as Elliot said earlier in the show, and I think he put it really well, you only get to face Carson Wentz for the first time once. And it's, and it's, it's happening tomorrow. It's such a failure by the NFL that this game's not in. Oh, game. yeah, it's a disaster. Like, disaster. I, I don't think Dan Snyder has a lot of favors to call into the league. Like, I don't think Goodell's, you know, doing Dan Snyder some favors. But if they were, like, they did Carson in Washington a huge favor. If this game is in Philly... I think the fever pitch will be higher, and I don't think it should be like that. I think it should be the same. I mean, let's be real. We're only, like, most people are just going to watch it on TV. But ultimately, I just think this is such a huge game, and it's a shame it's not in Philly you for the first You only get to face him once. He has the most com- one of the most complicated legacies of our lifetime as a Philly athlete. How do you parse out that legacy? What comes first? We're going to think about it all. It's all part of it. The 2017 play, the MVP-type season, the, the being a part of, of that Super Bowl run, and then the precipitous disastrous downfall that led to him being out of town like two years later it is it is crazy it is a crazy story but what do you think of first when you think of Carson Wentz's legacy is it the downfall or is it the fact that he was a big part of helping us win our first Super Bowl 215-592-9494 let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time let's go to Abington and talk to our buddy Tom yo Tom yo fellas how we doing today what up Tom how you doing um, fantastic. Um, listen, Elliot. Yes. Okay. Yes. What's the holy grail of sports? Uh, the, the Super Bowl. The Lombardi. I'll help the you Lombardi, out. It's the yeah. Lombardi. Okay. Yeah. It is the single most important piece of anything in any sport. Okay. okay. I, I Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz holding it on the uh, side of the link. Yeah. Carson Wentz was a huge contributor to us attaining the holy grail. That trumps everything. Mm-mm. It doesn't. I get it what does. you're saying, and he played a large part in it. And again, like they don't win it without him. They would have won it with him had he played. But the other stuff did happen, man. Like, it did. And I understand I know the it Super did. Bowl matters, I, I'm not like, denying it did, and, and I don't disagree with you, but that's second. James is correct. But, but, but it's not second because what we'll all remember is that. Like, I get what you're saying. No, I remember, no, I remember the Super Bowl before I remember Please. anything. Oh, so, all right, do you think he's going to get booed when he comes back here? I don't think he should. But what do you think is going to happen? I think it'll be a mixture. I think it'll be half and half because I, he is I the most polarizing figure in Philadelphia sports history. I think it's – wait, well, sorry, what did you say? He said he's a polarizing I, figure. Oh, polarizing, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 
I, I think he. I think there will be far more booze for Carson. When he well, I think I think it's a combination of that uh, because you said it. Like it's not getting a lot of attention this this week, but also we're a year removed. I think this if this was week three last year against the Colts, it'd be a bigger deal. You know? totally. And also, I think in five years, it's going to be even less vitriol and even more humor. Mm. But, but also, think about it. Carson was here for, it'll end up being, what, five years, right? Uh, mm. what, how, how much of that was drama versus good? Car- 2017, he was really good for, how, what did he play, well, Two years games? of drama, three years. Yeah, two so years there was of good, three years of drama. Far more drama One than more there year. was good. No, yeah, well, but the Super Bowl trumps all. So, exactly. uh, Ali, I heard Which you say that. It, by the way. I heard you say the Eagles still wanted him as the quarterback when they traded him. Yeah, you're telling me that they didn't know deep inside that once they benched him, that was it. It was over. So, I think it's a very complicated question. I think it's a good one, and like I could probably talk about it for an hour straight. But uh-huh. I think ultimately the Eagles wanted to make it work with Carson. Now. When they benched him, I agree. That was a move where they're saying, you know, no matter what, we're not going to keep you. But it's my belief and my understanding that had Carson been willing to stay in Philadelphia, the Eagles would have kept him here. Right, but they had to know once they bet. Listen, any other quarterback in the league, I think once your replacement is drafted and you're benched, you want out. I think that's a fair point. And I don't blame Carson for leaving, but there's repercussions for leaving. Mm. And the repercussion is it tarnishes his legacy here. All right, well, when it comes to the game uh, tomorrow, uh, I have the Eagles winning 33-24. But it's going to depend on Jonathan Gannett. Uh, We know Wentz. You know, we know, like, I think they should blitz him early and often. You know he's going to cough it up a couple times. He's going to be terrible in the first half. We'll build a lead. And then, you know, he'll he'll put some nice plays together towards the end of the game, and that's how they get to the 24 points. But ultimately, he's going to come up short. That's Carson Wentz. Love it. And and I'd love to get your guys' thoughts uh, as I exit here. Hurts, top 10 quarterback or not. James knows how I feel from yesterday. But I don't know how you feel, E. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tom, you should listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. We literally spent our whole it. last yeah. pod talking about it. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you're going to be um, first next Saturday. I right have now. him as a top 10 quarterback on the back end um, of the top 10. I think he is a top 10 quarterback right now. I think if there was a draft of quarterbacks, he probably goes in the top 10 as well. I think so, too. Let's it's go on to, the back end, but uh, yeah. Let's go to South Philly and talk to our buddy Darren. Yo, D. Happy birthday oh, to look you. Look at this. Happy birthday hey, to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday dear, dear James. James. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Oh, thanks, buddy. You're all too kind. Well, I know this. I'm there early. I know I'm there early. But I'm on my way because, uh, Elliot, unlike you, you made a statement that if it was most people just going to watch it on TV. But, no, me and my actual brother are on our way down to the game. Awesome. That's, awesome. DC, That's awesome, Dave. To, uh, to go boo. The uh, dream. And you're right. <laughs> we do boo him just because he forced his way out. Rather than be a man and fight for his job, he took the punk way out. And um, I do listen yeah. to the pot a lot, Elliot, but my question is this. Are you, a, are you fully believing now? Because I fundamentally believe you saying, and I quote-ish, I don't think Jalen can make those throws. He was throwing the heck out the ball on Monday night. Ah, some of the throws, I'm like, wow, where's Damn, this been? Like- 
Darren, what I've seen the first two weeks is like unbelievable. His ball placement, his accuracy, his decision-making, like, his mechanics. Like, I mean, look, it's, it's unreal. Like, my biggest thing coming into the year was, will they be able to throw the ball when they need to? And through two weeks, the question is, absolutely But my thing is, like I've been yes. always saying, Elliot, yeah. my thing what I've always said, and you kind of dismissed it, was he always gets better. Every yeah. year, since he's gotten better, you just seem to dismiss like it was – it well, was like it could I, not I, be done. I, I would not say I dismissed it. I was just more skeptical than others because I agree he has improved every year, and I do think he's someone to bet on. But, yes, I was not as sure as other people were he would make the jump, but he's absolutely made it. And, I mean, right now they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So it's it's amazing what he's done. Hey, side note. Oh. Mm. D, we're losing you. Your phone's going. Go Birds. Go Birds. <laughs> have fun down there, brother. 215. Yeah, well, That's uh, awesome. Birthday boy. Yes. Tomorrow. To Tomorrow is my 41st birthday. 41st. Now, let me ask you really yes, quick. Yes, please. Compared to the 40th, like, how does it feel? Way less of a big deal. Yeah, but yes. you still feel old? I feel older, okay. actually, yes. Well, yes, because it is almost like, all right, now it's not even, like, the specialness of 40. It's just like, all right, right. now I'm just getting old. Like, so, like, like, at least that was like, oh, 40. Oh, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, no, it's just 41. Well, so. what's funny, too, is so, you know, when people get older, they'll do things like buy a crazy car or something yes. like that. James is sitting here brand new phone <laughs> yes. james has had like an iphone 8 for like forever he still had the button on his phone i did now at 41 he's decided to take yes. on the technological yes. journey of yes. a new phone this is this so. is my midlife crisis it's his midlife crisis my midlife crisis is getting the cell phone that everyone yes. else in the world yes. has you asked me how to take a screenshot earlier <laughs> it was adorable we're talking eagles versus the commanders tomorrow coming up next elliot's going to give us a key to the game for the Eagles tomorrow, what they need to do to win the game, get in on the Eagles at 215-592-9494. And again, the complicated legacy of Carson Wentz in Philly. What's the first thing you think of? Do you think of the downfall, or do you think of 2017 and what he did in helping the Eagles win a Super Bowl? Plus, remember, down here today, you can see Brian Dawkins. He is here today. It is the Bet Parks Pennsylvania Derby. We'll tell you more about that again. When we come back, and let me remind you about the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. It's everything you want in a, in a digital casino and sportsbook. Join Bet Parks with me and Elliot now. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. College football, pro football, bet the birds every week. You can bet on Penn State, Notre Dame, Georgia. All your favorite college teams, live in-game betting, lets you bet as the action happens. It's a wild ride with real gambling opportunities, great lines you can take advantage of. It is a blast. Download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at BetParks.com. New users can make their first bet risk-free up to $750. Risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. Sportsbook and casino, all in one amazing app. And Plus, you can bet more than the score. You can bet on player performances like who scores touchdowns, yards, and so much more. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together right in your pocket. So join us with Bet Parks right now. Go, 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 go. Let's see what you're go, doing here, man. Go, Shorty. Uh, it's it's my birthday. We're going to party. It's going to work by you. Guys. Sorry, many people at 41 listen to for their birthday. Oh, yeah. I think it's probably the number one. Yeah. Although, I guess actually, so I'm 34. I think that song was popular when I was in like. It was like uh, early 2000s. Grade. Yeah. Yeah. God, oh, yeah. I'm so much older than you. 
I was yeah, just thinking, are. oh, that song was popular when I was in college. Was uh, what no, I was just well, I could be wrong about seventh grade, but yeah. I think it was around eighth or ninth. It was yeah, I'm pretty sure I was in middle school for that one, James. It was like 03, yeah. I would guess, 02, Young 03, Mosh. somewhere in there. So Hanging out to get rich or die trying. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure I knew the song before I knew who 50 Cent was. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, remember, today uh, we are here, as always, from the beautiful uh, Park Casino Sportsbook. But today, you can come on out. You can see Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins is the champion ambassador for the day. He will call riders up for the Pennsylvania Parks Pennsylvania Derby, the Bet Parks Pennsylvania Derby today. Um, also, Jameer Nelson will separately be calling riders up for the Cotillion at 3 p.m. today. You can see those guys. At the Win Dawkins will be at the winner's circle as the ambassador. Awesome, awesome day here at Parks. So come on down. You can bet on some horses, see some legends, mm. come in here, watch some college football. Awesome, awesome place to be. 215-592-9494. We're talking about finally playing Carson Wentz for the first time and the complicated Less legacy. Than 24 hours. Complicated legacy that goes with it. And the idea of what do you think of first when you think of Carson? Do you think of the, the downfall, the, the very public downfall, or do you think of the Super Bowl? Coming up in a minute, we're going to get one of Elliott's keys to the game tomorrow for the Eagles. First, let's go to Vancouver. Talk to our pal Tom. Hey, Tommy. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? What up, Tom? How you doing? Okay, I just want to say, I, uh, James, I've got a special me- message for you at the end of the call. So awesome. when, it's, uh, when it's time for me to go, you, you just let me know. <laughs> okay. Okay. So first of all, James, I do have a question for you. What is the holy grail of life? Like, let's say your life, nice your family's life. Nice question off the top. Yeah, I mean, my daughter having a happy life. So you're, okay, that's a great answer. So... People keep referring back to the Super Bowl as a reason to be grateful to Wentz. And in my opinion, that's like expecting a person to be grateful to their ex who left them for no good reason because (laughs) they had the miracle of a child together. (laughs) Tom, I get your point, but I have a very easy retort to this. There have been 56, 56, 55 Super Bowl winners of all time. Every Almost every person who has ever lived has had children. Or, like, you know, not almost, but a lot of people have children. There are way more people who have children and people to have children with than there are Super Bowl winning teams. But not you, James. James, <laughs> you've got one, Zoe. One. But, but look, Tom. So, I, and, that's, and that's my point. For a Tom, personal, I think I think a person's point, personal connection. Yeah, I get it. You're, I get your, it. Your point is fair. And I think to Tom's point, like, yes, the Super Bowl is clearly part of his legacy, right? But it's a small part of his legacy. The, the, there's See, a lot, I, but I don't know. Like I think, like, and again, I am not, I am not divorced. I've never been divorced. Right. I don't know, like, and I've not had a kid with someone and then gotten divorced. But I still think, like, you might, you know, have. I'm sure there's marital st- or ex-marital strife and all that stuff. But like, I still think, probably, I mean, for at least a lot of people, and I don't know. I'm sure there's, right. you know, lots of different situations. But for a lot of people, when they think of their ex-wife, they probably think of their kid first, right? I mean, a lot yeah. of cases. I, I, I would, too. And I would, too, James. Yeah. So, so, anyway, I just try to make the point, so I, I don't want to turn it into uh, a, I get it. I get uh, it. A, a John, John Mark's wife talk. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. I agree. Okay. So, uh, so I've, got a, I've got a few points, though, around um, the, the toughness question that you guys Go were talking it. about on the pod. Okay. So, I've got three points there. One, I think Hertz is overall tougher. Mentally tough. I think that Wentz suffered from the Jesus syndrome. And he was looking for external validation, and he felt entitled. So when things started to go bad, then mentally he wasn't tough enough to be able to handle that. Jalen, on the other hand, he pays his rent every day, and he's someone that I'm least concerned about. 
of getting a huge contract. And that's even after Wentz, because I feel that Jalen will be able to handle it. I think it's a great point, Tom. Yeah, the, the, the counter I would give is, like, Jalen hasn't been through what Carson's been through, at least in terms of yeah, in the NFL. I mean, Jalen's he just, just mentally man. tougher, but man. You would have like, said, don't make these excuses. No, but, no, but Carson, you would have said that in 2017, no, if we were dude. doing this show week four, no, week three of no, 2017. No, Carson was never like Jalen. He was never as put together. I think together that's revisionist as, history. I think, I think it's revisionist What's your history? next point, Tom? Okay, I'm going to change the side on this one. So I'll get through the, these Need other ones. Need it kind of quick, Tom. kind of quick. Hurts is highly coachable. He's showing that. Look how he's throwing over the middle now. His mechanics yeah. are starting to look better than even Wentz's. I've been totally. watching Wentz this year, and he's throwing, he's throwing off balance. I agree I with you. I agree physically, with you. Physically, Hertz is a guy. He can suffer through squatting five plates, and that is tough. That guy knows pain. I, okay. These are great points, Tom. All right, what's your end thing? My end thing. My end thing is a special message for you. And here Happy birthday, James. Go Aww. birds! Go birds! Tom, Very that nice. was phenomenal, my friend. Very Thank sweet. you. That was really cool, buddy. Thanks, guys. Take care. Yeah, right, man. We'll talk to you next week. Very cool. So let's 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 dive into that a little deeper. Um, I understand that right now when we look at Jalen, I get what you're saying. He see, I think Jalen is everything you want in a franchise quarterback off the field. Honestly, God, when I'm at his press conferences. When I, you know, I speak to him, when I see him in the locker room, like he checks every single box. But I really think it's revisionist history not to say in 2017 we all felt that exact no. same way about Carson. At Carson, remember, as like, a player, no, but it was sure. off the field too. It was he's from North Dakota, he's tough, tough he gets yes, it. But he's it's different, a, dude. I'm talking like Jalen. But none of like, us knew that. First of all, Jalen was benched in the national championship game as an 18 year old. Yeah. All right, that is adversity it at is, that age. I agree, that's adversity. But and 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 regardless, like I'm not like this is not even just a Jalen Carson thing. Like, Jalen is the most composed, put-together 24-year-old I think I've ever seen in sports. Like, this is not a – like, you're right. Our perception of Carson changed when all those things happened, and we used to think he was way tougher and way whatever. Like, this is a Jalen thing, not a Carson thing. Yeah. I think Jalen is is all-time in terms of a 24-year-old, where he's at from composure, poise, you know, the mental stuff, all that. Like, I think he's as good as I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. more about Jalen so, than it is about Carson. And my, my point is not – anti-Jalen at all. The point I'm making is, I think what Carson went through here, we can't undermine it or under like, speak about it like in a way, it was extremely tough to go through. His backup came in and won the Super Bowl. He tore his ACL. He broke his back. He got a concussion. Like, I believe Jalen is mentally tough. I believe Jalen is everything you want in a franchise quarterback. I'm just saying, to say that we know for sure Jalen is tougher than Carson, we have not seen Jalen go through what Carson went through. We know for sure he's tougher than Carson. Let's okay. go to Mount Laurel and talk to Dennis. Hey, Dennis. Shelf man, how you doing? What up, pal? How you doing, Den? You know, everybody's got a bucket list. Before I get to my, my Carson point, everybody's got a bucket Happy list. Happy birthday, by the way, Dennis. Well, thank you, my man. Love it. I scratched one off a couple weeks ago, and I got to meet the great ESP at Parks. Oh, oh yeah, what a way. Right. What yes. a thrill. I was there for this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was very nice to meet you, man. Hope you had a good day. Hope you won a little something. I did. I actually walked out with $325. Oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Drinks are on you next time, yes. Dennis. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, you, you always remember the last thing more than the first thing. So the way he exited, I'll remember more than what the good things he did. So, yeah. That's even, my point. Even, <laughs> even, in, even in 10 years, Dennis? Well, probably not. 
Probably not. But in 10 years, there will be legitimate questions about whether or not Carson will come back. And I'm sure Carson himself will be conflicted about coming back. And that speaks to that's why that's like, that's the part Carson remembers more. Like when Carson looks at the Super Bowl, what do you think he thinks when he looks at that Super Bowl ring? That he didn't win it. Yeah. And he had to walk past the statue of Nick Foles every day. That's his own issue. Anyway, Dem, what do you got? Yeah, true. What do you got on the game tomorrow, Dem? I think they smash him. I think we have a double-digit win. I love it. There it is. I love it. I do, too, Dennis. I think they're going to win. I think they're a better football team. Dennis, always hey, a pleasure. A quick Phillies point. Yeah, sure. They have the exact same record right now that they did in 1980 and mm-hmm. 2008 yeah, when they won. I saw on Twitter. It's a, it's a cool one, Dennis. That is pretty wild. Yeah, I exact same. I'm not expecting uh, the same know, result. but I, I don't know. I think that's a – I think, look – those type of things, I think, are cool and matter, and that is pretty interesting. They have the exact same record both times cool they've won. Cool and matter. All right, yeah. Elliot, give us a key for the game. Dennis just brought up. He thinks it's going to be a, a easy Eagles yeah. victory tomorrow. I know when we did the pod, you were a little. You think the Eagles are going to win, but you're mm-hmm. you, you're expecting a little bit of a closer game than that. What's a key for the Eagles tomorrow? What's a, what's a big one that yeah. stands out to you? So we'll get into final predictions later. I will say I'm feeling better about the game than right. I was when, when yeah. we recorded. Um, so. I think the keys, and this sounds basic maybe, but I, I think it's at the lines. And I actually think when you look at Washington, they, were, they used to be better on both lines. When you looked at that team, you would say the quarterback's not that good, the skill position players aren't that great. I actually think now they're stronger on the outside than the inside. Yeah, their wide receivers are good. Yeah, and I think with the key to the game, it's what we talked about last week, and the Eagles won the game and the pass rush was better. The Eagles' pass rush versus the Washington's offensive line and Carson Wentz. Like, their offensive line is I feel not, like there's going to be a theme this year it when is. we do the well, keys look, to games. Every, the keys to every game is getting the pass rush. But especially this week when we know Carson is a quarterback that is completely like, you know, he could be great or he could be, uh, he could be um, terrible. And if you get to him early, I think there's a much better chance that he starts to throw the ball uh, to the defense. So when I look at the key to the game, I think, look, Hassan Reddick, right, has had a bit of a quiet first two weeks. You need to see a big game out of him. But I think the key is going to be can they hit Carson early. If Carson gets comfortable, he's a quarterback that can make every throw on the field. There are, there's quarterbacks that are better than him, but ultimately there are not many quarterbacks that can say they're capable of making every throw on the field. And Carson is capable of that. So I think a key tomorrow is get to Carson early, make him when he's in the pocket feel uncomfortable, hit him from behind once when he's in the pocket so he's worried about that, and he'll start to unravel and he'll start to throw the ball away. But I think the biggest key is just going to be getting after Carson early. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm so I'm so right there with you. And and we know Carson. We know when he gets frazzled. We know when things aren't going his way. He's going he's gonna to melt down. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what he's done. And to your point, I do think it can make a big difference to start it early and get in his head early. 215-592-9494. What do you think about Eagles versus Commanders tomorrow? We'll give our final predictions later. We both think the Eagles win. But if you want to get in on the game, what your keys to the game are. And again, the complicated legacy of Carson Wentz. Do you think, when you think of Wentz, do you first think of the fact that that dude played a big role in the Eagles winning a Super Bowl? Or do you think about all the horrible stuff that happened after? 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James from the beautiful Parks Casino. We're coming right back. See, this is my favorite. Look, Beatles. Can't go wrong with this. Well done, my man. more you're growing up time. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, when you were a child. Yes. The music it, of your yes, youth. Yes, of my youth. It is yeah. Go Birds Radio from the beautiful casino. Uh, Parks Casino Sportsbook. Also, again, don't forget today, if you come on down starting at 3 o'clock today, the Bet Parks Pennsylvania Derby is happening. Brian Dawkins, champion ambassador for the day. 
Uh, and uh, Jameer Nelson will be here as well. He'll be the ambassador, the uh, the riders-up caller for the Cotillion, the million-dollar race, the other million-dollar race today. Doc will be down at the Winter Circle, so come on out and see Doc. See Jameer Nelson. Also, a quick shout-out. Yes. Speaking of being down at Parks, shout-out to our guy Charlie, who is here all the way from Denmark. Unbelievable. To come hang out and yes. say hi. He's got a Go Birds jersey on. The jersey actually says Go Birds on the back. It's amazing. The, like, Certified we love you, Charlie. You rule, man. You so, rule. Huge so fan. Charlie Super, come, super great guy, too. Charlie came during the break, and we were talking. And, and, he, and he reminded you of something yeah, you want to say. Is so, it, not just is he here hanging out from Denmark. He's giving he's us content ideas. Yes. yes. So what's interesting about Carson Back is, to the phones in a minute. When, when you think about his legacy, right, so much of it is tied to what other people did. Like, if Nick Foles and those other players on the roster don't win the Super Bowl, Carson is viewed completely differently. If Howie doesn't clean up the mess that Carson left, he's viewed completely differently. I think one of the reasons people are not as mad at Carson is because everything's okay. because everything's worked out. Yeah. The Eagles are better off than Carson is. It's like, you know, people want to bring up different uh, life It's a, it's a fascinating point. It's like Honestly, when you see your ex, if you're better off at that point, you probably don't feel as bitter as if you're like, oh, wow, she's living a great life. No, and it's, a real, it's a really fascinating point. Now, again, it is what it is, and we can only deal with the reality we live in, yes. which is that Howie did a great job, Foles did a great job, all that stuff. So it does change the perception of the whole situation. But, You're right. I mean, we don't know. We don't but, know. But, like, when you look at Carson specifically, I think there's an argument, a strong argument, he made his time as the Eagle was a, as an Eagle was a failure. Oh, stop. They won a Super Bowl. That might be the Dude, dumbest thing no, you've no, ever seen. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. They won the yes, Super Bowl. Yes, how many, Super Bowl. how many playoff games He could have never played a game again. No, he that's not he, true, he, if, he, if they won the Super Bowl, he could have never played a game again, and it was a great draft pick, and it was all worth it. If like, I, you're crazy, on. dude. So, so is every move they made before the Super Bowl a great pick then? I'm a great move. If it helped contribute yeah, to so, them winning okay. the Super Bowl, then yeah, sure. When they drafted Carson at number two overall and traded up for him, and I told you he wasn't going to win a single playoff game in his time as a quarterback, you would have said as unequivocally a failure. The, context. They won the Super Bowl right. because of something he did. He yeah, played a role in totally it. Totally yeah. worth it. He a big a role. role. Don't underrate it. No, he played a big role. They don't for win sure. the Super Bowl without Carson Wentz. So, yes. I agree with yeah, that. Again, I, if that injury ended his career in Los Angeles and they won the Super Bowl, it was a great draft pick. But, but That's again, what I'm but, saying. But to your point, we have to live in the reality of the world that we're in. And that that injury didn't end his career. And he continued right, to play. Right, so there's even and, less of a— And in 18, 19, and 20, when point, he, was he was a starting quarterback, they didn't win a single playoff game. Who cares? In four out of the don't five Don't care. Hold he won the Super on, Bowl. In four, like, do you not understand no, my point? I understand, yes. Like, I nothing understand. else that happened after matters to me in terms of whether it was a great pick or not because they won the Super Bowl because of it. Like, it's over. Well, all right, so— It doesn't matter. Okay, hold on. You don't Tank the team for the next decade and okay. want us a Super Bowl. So I wish you would have used this logic for Howie for the few years after that Super Bowl. Number one, because people were very mad at Howie they about were. right. We were, okay, but that was but, not that was not a question of whether I appreciate what Howie did for us. It was a question of whether we wanted him as general manager of right. the Eagles. But the point I'm making is this: ultimately, when Carson was drafted, if you would have said in four out of five years they weren't going to win a playoff game but, and he a, would demand to trade out, like that's a failure. But you're leaving out the most important a, part, yes, of the part of the equation. It's a part of it. he didn't play. No, he stop, did not, he stop. Didn't, did he play? Literally. He played and none of those playoffs. How are you not listening to me? I, My I whole thing point. is the Super Bowl. Like nothing yes. else matters. Like it's the you're taking out the only context that matters for me. Again, I am saying this and I mean it. If Carson Wentz never played another game after that Rams game and the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I think it was a great draft pick and I love everything about it because okay. they won the freaking Super Bowl. And like, what I'm saying is I look, obviously I understand what you're saying about him playing a role in winning the Super Bowl. Clearly. A massive role. A massive role. Yes. But he did not actually play in the playoffs. Like he played a huge role, but ultimately, him helping them get the number Don't one care. seed does they not. Super Bowl it does not override what happened the other four years. It of totally his career. does. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Normally, 
I have a pretty good idea of where this guy's going to come down on stuff. You know, it's usually, oh, the Eagles suck, Hurts right. sucks, whatever. I have no idea what side. Of I know he was a Carson guy, I think, at one point, but then I think he turned on him. Who knows? Honestly, normally I know exactly what Mad Mike is going to say. I'm really excited. I'm intrigued to find out. Mad Mike, what do you got today? First off, happy birthday. Oh, thanks, pal. Uh, always, always good talking to you. Uh, second, it was nice to see you when I was in the studio yeah, on Monday. Yeah, for a second, through the window. Yeah, I was like, that's not true. That's something. Uh, <laughs> it was awesome. Anyway, um, so I think Carson Wentz was royally screwed here as a player, and I don't understand the ill will or anybody why they carry any ill will to this guy. Like, the guy literally won us 13 games and threw a touchdown on a torn ACL and then, you know, they won the Super Bowl. The guy comes back and just wants to, like, take, come back to the team and does whatever he can to get back on the team. He gets injured and then has to play with what could be described as the worst set of offensive players to ever be allowed to play football professionally, ever assembled. Yeah. Still gets 4,000 yards in one season. I don't even know how he did that. And then they draft a, a guy... They stupidly draft the guy so high that it's a threat to the guy because, and if you don't think that's a threat, that some guy that high coming in playing your position who is going to immediately be able to resonate with half the team and then start building his own like camp of followers, like, and then you're like, well, I don't know, and then they start well, shoving him on the field for stupid plays to disrupt his rhythm the whole year, then bench you, and then you wonder, hey, why does this guy not want to play for us anymore? <laughs> all right, I okay, all right, all right, all right. So first of all, you're right. In 2019, now a lot of the reason that roster was bad at the end was a pretty compelling case by Mike. It was, it was good points, but let me let me counter. So the roster in 2019, you're right that he ended up playing with at the end a lot of practice squad players. A lot of that was injury related. Those were the year where they had a ton of offensive line uh, issues and a lot of and injury he dragged issues into the playoffs. Yeah, he did, he did, and that was a good season by him. But ultimately, what you're saying is like, first of all, you're diminishing a lot of his role in this, right? Like, there's a reason they felt they have to they had to draft Jalen number one and two. Just because they drafted Jalen, hold on. Just because they drafted Jalen, just because they drafted Jalen doesn't mean on the line. hold on. Just because he draft, they drafted Jalen doesn't mean that he just gets to leave, right? Like, that, that's not what it means. They handed him the biggest deal in franchise history, right? I understand why he wanted to, but ultimately, if the Eagles wanted him to stay, then that's what he should have done after after they give him that contract. So, yes, you're right. That, like There are clearly positive moments of Carson's career. But ultimately, at the end of the day, what people are going to remember, you can tell by the fact that he's going to be booed, is the fact that he forced his way out at a time when really, I know he was coming off a bad year, but at a time where the franchise needed some stability, and he's one of the main reasons they were in trouble for a little bit. Hey, Mike. No, no, I'm not, hello? I'm not letting Elliot off the hook with this because – he blatantly, like, glosses over, well, we handed him a contract. NFL contracts aren't worth the, the paper they're written well, on. and how he did kind of prove that. But uh, and, and, Mike, that was a great call. It was compelling Mike. points. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I agree with a lot of his points. I, I, I do agree, though, with Elliot. They gave him the contract, there, you know, and he did turn around and leave. But, again, for me, it doesn't diminish or take away as much from, from what he did before. Let's go to Ocean City and talk to our buddy Chris. Christopher. <laughs> Well, first off, Get Richard Die Trying still a fantastic album. This, Always. This first on Patiently Waiting still one of my favorites. Oh, but, uh, just listened to it last week. On. Look at you two. Just a couple, <laughs> but, uh, of, couple of 50 Cent guys hanging out. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I, I, I've always got mad respect for him. But speaking of, of Fifth and in the club, I just wanted to say welcome to Elliot. Welcome to the club, buddy. Good to have you back on Team Jalen. 
Um, DJ, well, but, yes. I was never off, but yes. I was not as optimistic welcome back. as other people Chris, were, let's yes. just say welcome back. I think that's yes. the right thing to say. You and I will say welcome back, yeah. Elliot. It yeah. was decided Jaden gets a victory lap if Jalen does well. <laughs> and to be clear, you may be in the club, but make no mistake, James and I are sitting VIP and you're running yes, sports that's staff. That's right. That's fair. That We've end, got James a big guy a being part. like, no, you're not allowed in yet. You know, you got to general it. admission. Yeah. Exactly. So why don't you be a doll and go grab James a drink? <laughs> Very <laughs> fair. That. It is his birthday. All it's right. the least I can do. All right. Um, so next point with Carson, um, and just give me a little leeway on this because I, I am serious about it. So I think what bothered me the most about Carson was the sense of hypocrisy that I felt. Um, so when you present yourself as like a really humble, you know, servant of the Lord, you know, I, 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 I exist to serve him. But then it comes out later that you're in actuality more like a petulant egomaniac to the point where little Darren Sproles was getting ready to punch you in the face during our Super Bowl run. Yeah. And I would encourage you, if you, haven't, if you haven't recently, to go reread that Santa Liquido article. Yeah. I think we have a tendency to forget just how divisive and toxic a presence he was. It's a really and good so, point, Chris. And just hypocrisy bothers me so much that it kind of overrides any success that you may have because who you are as a person matters more to me than success per se and i think that's why i I think it's a good point and it's a fair and again i don't like carson like again i have no like i don't like hate him as a person or anything like but i don't like him i'm not rooting for him i am bothered by exactly what you're talking about the hypocrisy the lack of accountability the you know all that stuff like i don't like him i don't root for him but even with all that and i get your point like I just can't help that when I think about him, I'm going to think about the thing that made me the happiest in my life that he was a big part of first. Like, that comes before my personal issues with Carson. Yeah, I think of him more like, you know, Darth Vader used to be a Jedi named Anakin, but we remember him for being Darth Vader. And that's kind of where I am with Carson. And it's why I value Jalen so much and why I've been so forceful in my arguments over the years, because I felt like people protected Wentz too much and let him off the hook too much and don't recognize the qualities in Jalen that are so starkly in contrast to Carson that has set the foundation and set the environment yeah. for the type of success now, that Chris, we're having. Chris, as usual, fantastic call. Yeah. Like, very, very, very good call. And I think it's a great point, and Chris brought this up on the Midday Show with the camera this week, and Joe kind of didn't agree with it. Now, I agreed with Chris the idea of, of, you know, I think part of this team's success this year, obviously there's a lot of pieces of it. It's the roster, it's Jalen taking a step forward and all that, but I do think part of it, and we talked about this, is the culture that obviously Sirianni is a big part of it, but that, that Jalen helps create the belief that those guys have in him, the familial type of feel that that he fosters as the leader of the team, as the captain of the team. Like that stuff matters. You play better because of that. You play harder because of that. Like I, I believe that. So I do think comparatively, obviously, is way better at that stuff than Carson. Yeah. Was. Look, I think right now the team is in a really good spot on the field, but also off the field. Like being down there this week, it made me feel better about their chances of winning the game this weekend. So I do think the 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 vibes are good. I hate that expression. But it's the best way to describe, describe it. The vibes are good right now. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Again, if you want to react uh, to to if you want to talk about the game tomorrow as well, we will definitely take those calls. We'll get more into that in the next hour. There's one more hour for us to go. Again, the complicated legacy of Carson Wentz. What do you think of first? When you think of Carson, do you think of the Super Bowl, or do you think of all the stuff that happened after the downfall? And remember, today the the bet. Parks Pennsylvania Derby is here. Brian Dawkins is here. Jameer Nelson is here. It is a blast. Come on down. We'll tell you more about that again after the break. And let me remind you that the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. Join Bet Parks with us 
Right now, it's the only casino and sports book that we here at Go Birds recommend. College football, pro football. You can bet on it all. Bet on the birds every week. Bet on Penn State, Notre Dame, Georgia. All your favorite college team live in-game betting lets you bet on the action as it happens. All kinds of wild line swings. All kinds of opportunities to make money with the live in-game betting. Download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at BetParks.com. New users can make their first bet risk-free up to $750. A $750 risk-free bet. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. Sportsbook and casino, all in one amazing app. You can bet on more than the score. You can bet on player performances, like who's going to score touchdowns, yards, and so much more. It is a blast. The Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app, where odds, bet slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. So join us right now with Bet Parks.